Yeah, this this is this is. Nedbank is proud to bring you inspiring stories from a new breed of young professionals. Your circumstances are not permanent. Um, don't let your circumstances force you into things that you're not passionate about and things that you don't like. Take the risk. If you want to do something, go out there. Honestly, the sky is truly not the limit. I mean, we hear that often, but we are really living in the most fertile time where you can literally pursue anything that you want. So I see money as an enabler, and I've always seen money as an enabler, uh, and that's why I was always big in savings since I was very, very young. Hi, and welcome to Conversations with Young Professionals, brought to you by NetBank. I am Vumim Sweli, your host, and I have got the most phenomenal, most beautiful, one of my favorite people, Heti Boachi Waidom. She is a retail entrepreneur. She's male and guardian, top 200, most influential young South Africans of 2019, and someone you must follow on Instagram. Hetty, how are you? I'm very well, Fumi. I'm so happy to be here today. I'm so excited that you're here. So I know you very well, but our listeners don't. So I'm going to ask you a quick couple of questions. Answer whatever comes naturally. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Bush or beach? Bush. Apple or Android? Android. Seven colors on a Sunday or a braai? Ooh, seven colors on a Sunday. Movies or Netflix? Oh, Netflix. Wine or beer? Wine, for sure. Instagram or Twitter? Oh, Instagram. Oh, you're my kind of girl? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dinner, dead or live, who is coming and what are you serving? Okay, dinner, dead or alive. Hmm. Maybe, probably Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. Ooh, that's a good one. Yes, and I would be serving fufu, Mm -hmm. which is a typical Ghanaian uh, dish because I would imagine that he would probably enjoy that. That's fantastic. That also speaks a bit about your story. Yes. So you've got a fascinating childhood story and Mm -hmm. where you grew up and where you've been. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I am an only child and I am the child of two very academic people who met in the former USSR, which is present-day Russia. My mother is South African, and she was there um, in exile. And my father is from Ghana, and he was there on a Kwame Nkrumah scholarship. So I was born in Moldova, and um, I've I've really had quite a, an international upbringing, just based on the different countries that we've lived in with my with my family. So I really do kind of view myself as a citizen of the world, but my heart and soul is in Africa. Mm. And um, I think that really dictates a lot of how I see the world and how I show up in the world and also just my own experience of the world. I see the world through the lenses of an African. That's so beautiful. Hetty, so we went to university together. Yes. At Tux. Obviously, you spoke a bit about how your parents come from an academic background. Yes. How did you go from this academic route, this Having been in um, in the space of investment banking, yes, and all of a sudden decide, you know what, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, it is actually quite interesting because it's not the natural path or trajectory that you would expect. So, and and to be honest with you, I've never quite followed the template from the very beginning. So, I actually studied political science, and then when I went into the corporate field, I went into editing, which is a far cry from political science. But I've always loved English, and it was my minor at university. University. And then um, entrepreneurship, though, I believe that it's something that I would have naturally gravitated towards because it's really within my blood. Mm-hmm. I've always known that I want to work for myself. I've always known that I want to um, 
um, pave out a, a path for myself. And But I just wasn't quite sure in what format that it would take. And eventually, through lots of trial and error, lots of up and downs, we finally settled on P&H Boutique, which is really a reflection um, of who I am. And it's and it's one of my favorite things because anyone who knows me knows how much I love African print. Yes. It's it's one of my favorite things in the world. And for you to decide, actually, aesthetically, we're going to create a business that represents not only South African culture, but African culture as a whole. Yes. What really inspires that? I know you touched on you're proudly African. What yes. inspires that pride in you? I think that, um, you know, I believe that we come from a continent that is so full of potential, so diverse and so beautiful. I've traveled the entire world, but I feel the most at home in Africa. I believe that I am at home in Africa. And so, you know, and, and it's, 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 it's by and large part of my identity as well. And so it made sense to me to also enter into a business that would celebrate that, um, that African within me. And, um, and it's something that I so thoroughly enjoy. I also felt very passionate that, you know, even though I'm within African print fashion, which is something that has existed for time in memorial, mm. I really wanted to make sure that I redefine the retail experience of the African shopping for African print. I wanted them to be able to shop for their garments at award-winning malls, um, to experience first-class customer service, to be treated like the royalty that they are and to also professionalize an industry that is typically exists within the informal sector. And so I really want the our business to also be a reflection of black excellence. Could not have said it better myself. Hetty, the theme for today is the art of the side hustle. How does one get into a space where they, they, they're leveraging um, their current positions at work, but also creating business and opportunities for themselves in the side hustle? Tell me about your journey in that. How did you map? How do you marry the two corporate and starting a side hustle that is now eventually your permanent role? Yeah. You know, I'm actually quite excited about this topic because I really juggled with um, starting my business. I wasn't one of those people who, you know, just immediately quit my corporate job and started started my business. I literally managed the two. I followed the Robert Kiyosaki model of, you know, having a full-time job and a part-time business, mm -hmm. growing and nurturing that part-time business until it's grown to the point that it can then become your your full-time um, uh, focus. And I really advocate for that. You know, when we look at the South African spectrum, even if you're not looking to have a full-time business, 80% um, of financial planners have reported that the majority of their clients have not got enough retirement money saved up. They also don't, their salaries are also not seeing them through to the end of the month. And so a lot of people actually can supplement their current income through having a side hustle. And so I'm very passionate about that because I do believe that the key to financial wealth is also having multiple streams of income. Definitely. Um, it's always been my philosophy, and I think I read it somewhere that the average multimillionaire has seven revenue yes, streams. Yes. So getting that second revenue stream is critical. Exactly. A lot of people um, will find that in balancing your corporate job as well as starting something else can be very uh, draining energy-wise, time-wise, metal-wise. Yes. How did you nourish yourself and keep focused on both? 
You know, I think it's also important that when you begin at the very beginning, it's important to decide what are your objectives. So if you are looking for something to just supplement your income, you also need to look at what are your day-to-day responsibilities. Perhaps you need to do something that doesn't necessarily require you to be physically present. So then you could look like, you can look for like an internet-based business, something that doesn't require you to physically be there. You know, the, the we are entering the fourth industrial revolution, which means means that there are new careers and hustles that um, are now available through the digital space that previously did not exist. So it's important to be able to look at what can fit into your life. For me in particular, um, that's why we actually started our business as an online store, because I knew that I didn't have the physical time or capacity to be physically within a store. So running an online store was great for me because it would allow me to um, grow a customer base um, while still being able to work. And it was only once the business began to be able to fuel itself that I had to make the critical decision of whether to stay within corporate or um, to then um, pursue my business full time. And so I really do think that you need to look at your own unique set of circumstances and enter into a field or set up your business in a way that supports you. That's very, very true to really look at those objectives. Hetty, what made you, you said, you know, you, you sort of tussled with the idea of do I stay in corporate or do I leave? What was the final coin toss regarding that? What was the factor that you decided this is it, I'm packing up shop and I'm focusing on my entrepreneurship endeavors? If I'm really 100% honest with you, Fumi, it was when I actually realized that this can actually be a viable and tangible business. When I realized that I was able to replace my investment banking salary, um, that I would be able to design a life for myself that was not template based, and that I would also have the opportunity to be able to build something that would be able to leave a legacy. That is when I realized that actually I can go for this and I can go for this properly. And it it was when that penny dropped for me that I began to then work more aggressively within my business because initially it started off as a hobby and it was a fun thing because I love African print. People love to see it on me, then they want it. And then, you know, it kind of grew from there. But when I realized that I can actually do something really tangible with this, that's when I began to take it more seriously and, you know, putting proper strategies in place that would allow me to be able to have the financial freedom to be able to leave the corporate realm. You touched a bit on legacy and you're now in the space where you're building this legacy, but I'm sure young version Haiti did not see this coming. No, not at all. If you were to have a conversation with your younger self, what would the conversation be like? Um, You know, I think that the one thing I would really say to my younger self is stop questioning yourself so much. You have everything within yourself to be the greatest version of yourself. Imagine your life as the greatest version of yourself that you could ever imagine and just go for it. Um, there've been so many instances where I've, I've questioned myself, questioning my decisions, even questioning my own voice. And I think that that delays a lot of process. Everything that we are seeking is seeking us. Rumi. <laughs> and a lot of the, the, the questions or the answers to the questions that we have actually lie within ourselves. And so I would say to that person, just relax. Everything's going to fall into place and trust yourself more. I think so many of us would have loved to have that conversation with our younger selves. But some of our listeners are quite young at the moment. Yes. And they're like, Hitty, what you're saying resonates so much with me. Yes. 
what sort of what sort of pearls of wisdom would you want to share with them saying i'm in corporate right now i am toying with the idea of starting a side hustle i dream of the financial freedom and time freedom and energy freedom that comes with being an entrepreneur but i don't even know where to start yes you know what i would say to a young person um whether they're looking to branch into entrepreneurship whether they're looking to grow within the industry they're in or even climb the corporate ladder what i'm 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 going through a stage for myself in which i'm undergoing the process of unlearning we we live a very template based life where you have to follow a certain path and then you get expected results but we are living in a time when you can carve a path out for yourself you can create your own reality and so what i would say to young people is don't be limited by what society says you should live your life you can create whatever you can imagine for yourself even within the corporate realm because anything you do is a business even your own career is a business mm. so imagine a position that you want for yourself and start planning today on what are the daily things i can do today that will lead me towards the path of the position that i aspire for and if you want to become an entrepreneur imagine a life for yourself in which you are the greatest entrepreneur that you could ever imagine and start putting the steps in place today in order to realize that in future hetty that sounds so inspirational but i know when you when your hands are getting dirty and you're doing the grind and obviously every business has its challenges yes i'm curious to know what keeps you awake at night oh you know what there's a lot <laughs> <laughs> And I'm even wondering where to begin. There's a really is a lot that keeps me awake at night. My dreams keep me up awake at night. Um sometimes the fear that they may not become realized. Um sometimes what keeps me up at night is how do I continue to keep my business agile? Because one of the 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 key strengths to longevity in business is the ability to remain agile and to be able to change with your changing circumstances and environment. Um I also think about what is the direction that my life is taking me and am I happy with that direction and if not what am I going to do differently you know so those are some of the things that I continuously think about um I would honestly say to young people that you know no matter what it is that you want try to get as much knowledge about whatever it is that you want so you're a young person you want to get into a particular industry align yourself with a role model or somebody that's been in that industry for many years shadow somebody seek a mentor read books mm. books are probably the 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 best source of mentorship that you can ever get if you read a john c maxwell book he is literally mentoring you without you physically having to meet him and so those are some of the things that i would recommend for young people that to be honest with you we are living in a in a time of um information overload there is so much information out there for whatever it is that you want to pursue for yourself and so if you want to do something go out there honestly the sky is truly not the limit i mean we are we hear that often but we are really living in the most fertile time where you can literally pursue anything that you want mm, very true A lot of young people listening to us are going to be thinking, "Hey, I hear that, but tell me about the money." Yes. And it would be completely a miss of us to have this conversation brought to us by Netbank and not talk a little bit about money. What is money to you? What does it mean to you? Do you what are your saving habits, your investment habits? Um what's your relationship with money like? So, money for me is is 
is very important. I do not subscribe to the broke entrepreneur narrative. I don't subscribe to the fact that, um, you know, just if you're passionate about something, it's going to feed you. Actually, it's not. You can be passionate about something, but if people don't know that it exists, it's not going to make any money for you. So over and above the passion you may have, you need to arm yourself with business skills and business acumen to be able to grow and sustain a business in the long term. And a lot of that is part and parcel with money. And unfortunately for a lot of us entrepreneurs, we don't actually have a lot of financial knowledge and wisdom. And so I'm actually glad that NetBank is taking this initiative because people need to learn about how to save money, how to spend their money wisely, how to access funding. And once they've received that funding, how to ensure that they're even able to flip that amount of money and double it so that um, they're able to, you know, really properly invest in their business. Um, my business with my husband, it's 100% self-funded. We now have seven retail stores and we're still 100% self-funded. <laughs> and a lot of that has come with sacrifices. So it looks all great on the outside, but the truth is there are sacrifices that had to be made. For a very long time, we actually lived on 40% of our income and the rest of it was pumped into the business. And that was because we had a plan and we wanted it to, to see it go somewhere. So sometimes you are going to have to make a sacrifice in order to get what it is that you want. Um, so really have a plan. Get a financial planner if you have to. Seek advice if you have to. And also invest in your own knowledge as well. Um, that's a lot of things that um, entrepreneurs sometimes overlook is that they think that they know everything. But actually, we don't. We don't have financial planning skills. We don't have accounting skills. We don't even have HR skills. We just know that we love to do a particular thing. But you need to arm your yourself with that knowledge in order for you the entirety of your business to be a well-oiled machine. So the art of delayed gratification and investment in self. Absolutely. Hetty, you mentioned earlier that, you know, the dreams you have for yourself and the vision you have for your life sometimes keeps you awake at night. Yes. So I would like to know in five to 10 years, where is Hetty? What are you doing? In five to 10 years time, Haiti is a fully fledged retail mogul, but over and above that, she is impacting the lives of others through her business, through the way that she lives her life authentically and transparently, and also through mentorship and really giving as much back into the community as possible because I am the result of a community believing in me. And so I want to give back to that so that we can continue to pay it forward. I don't think there's a better note to end off. Remember to pay it forward, dream big, invest in self, and do not be afraid to delay the gratification. Thank you so much, Hetty, for joining me. Thank you for me. For more info and to hear even more interesting conversations with young professionals, log on to www.youngprofessionals.co.za.